Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Geekscapist, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, strap yourselves in for some pop culture talk. I promise you, Geekscapists, I will slow down with the episodes. I am getting married in a little over a month, so I have to slow down. Did I even take a break after San Diego Comic-Con? I'm not sure. I've gotten some amazing guests recently, so I'm not going to pass that up. If I get some awesome guests, you're going to benefit. I just like talking to people. That being said, it would be cool to go back to a traditional Geekscape episode. So this Monday, I'm going to put together a roundtable Geekscape to talk about the D23 announcements that we're no doubt going to get. Maybe the Fantastic Forecasting, that's maybe a safe bet. I don't know. It'll just be fun to talk some geek news and break it down with the Geekscape team. The Joe Dante episode went crazy. That was awesome. The numbers were great, and I really have to... Thank all of you for sharing the episode. We've had some awesome conversations lately. This next episode is one of them. Peter Yako may not be a household name, but he's a really cool dude and he made a really kick-ass movie. He called in from Prague to do the episode with me. So the connection wasn't great. I've cleaned out a lot of the technical like hiccups, but there may be one or two still in there. That being said, his movie Medieval kicks a lot of ass. It's in theaters this Friday. And if you like Peter, go support his movie. It's a pretty badass medieval epic. And if you want to support Geekscape, it always helps to hit that share button and share us with your friends. And whatever podcatcher you're listening on, write us that five-star review. Tell us what you think. And for anything else, send me an email, jonathan at geekscape.net. All right, here's the episode. Geekscapist, I've got a treat here for you, filmmaker Peter Yockel. Did I pronounce that correctly, Peter? Peter Yockel. Okay, so I didn't do too badly. Yes. Okay, you got a little yeah, choppy, yeah. but but it's okay. Where are you right now? Uh, I'm in Prague. Oh, wow. I'm in the Czech Republic. Yeah, I live here. So Geekscapist, hang with us if you get any uh, choppy internet. like he's He's talking to you guys from Prague, so just be grateful. Also be grateful because uh, he's got a brand new movie out uh, September 9th. It's called Medieval, and uh, we're going to talk about it. It's got Ben Foster. Who else is in this? Matthew Good. Michael Caine. Michael Caine? Yeah. This is the most expensive Czech movie ever. Is that true, Peter? Yeah, it is. It is. It was just like, you know, I 
I wanted to do it like in the Czech language and it would be just one third of the budget, but then I decided to do it in English and then it started to grow, you know, and, and just like it ended up like to, to be, you know, the, the most expensive Czech movie ever. Those were commercial reasons. Like as a director, you made two Czech films beforehand and those I'm guessing were completely Czech language, correct? Yeah, so basically it was about the, the most famous Czech prisoner uh, who escaped from from a prison like Alcatraz. He got mm-hmm. the presidential pardon later on uh, based on the movie. So it's it's just he's free right now. Uh, yeah, so it, it was pretty amazing. The second movie was a horror, uh, which was like shot in Ukraine, you know, just before the war. And uh, basically that was, you know, shot in English. And there was fun footage found footage kind of movie you know it was like you know in 215 so that was my that was the hot thing right there yeah no it was not actually it was it was hot you know four years before and i (laughs) actually when i when i was when i was filming it it was 2011 it was super hot and then i was just basically finishing it for four years because you know they wanted to do a big release you know in the u.s you know so i had to recut stuff you know and so and so on so it was it was very difficult you know and then found footage became to be like uh rude word you know basically yeah. <laughs> and that but, was cool yeah, i mean i still it, it was yeah it, it's cool yeah and i, I super enjoyed it it was it was the most uh, it had the highest box office uh, in the Czech Republic for all horse in the history. Like, you know, just like that was, because it's, we are close to that culture and it was about ghosts, uh, Chikatilo, which was a, a, you know, Russian cannibal uh, who killed, you know, and ate, you know, partially like, you know, fi- almost 50 people. So he was one of the, the biggest monsters ever. And actually the first movie I did, you know, Kainek, you know, that was like the highest box office for thrillers in the history of the Czech Republic. So it was cool. It was it was good. In Kainek, you were cut off by the internet a little bit, but Kainek was the movie we were talking about earlier where uh, it was a bit like a, like a escape from Alcatraz. This guy was first Czech hitman, you know, uh, and he escaped from a prison like Alcatraz. And he became, you know, super famous here, which was pretty crazy. But, you know, many people believe he's innocent. Now he got presidential pardon, but nobody will find out if he is innocent or not, you know, because he's he's free now. But that's, yeah, it was very controversial. So you're kind of making these films about Czech cultural figures, like historical figures, whether they're recent or maybe they're uh, a myth. But um, this one, when you're, I'm going to completely mispronounce this, but when you're tackling somebody who's held in such high regard in uh, in your country, as Jan uh, Ziska, did I say that correctly? Jan Ziska, yeah, Jan Ziska, it's correct, yeah. Not bad. Uh, ben Foster plays him in this movie, and his performance is great. Uh, and I had, as an American, like I'd never heard of the guy, and he is an incredible military leader. Never lost a battle, and was like training peasants in warfare to take on like much larger forces. Yeah, absolutely. You had a huge responsibility to make this movie. So it was it was very difficult to to make this you know movie uh, because you know everybody uh, in the Czech Republic had some expectations about the movie. You know, just like they pictured it. You know how they how they saw see you know Jan Žižka. But uh, yeah, he's one of uh, just seven seven never defeated uh, generals of all time in the history. So. 
that's uh, that makes him you know uh, pretty interesting you know for anybody you know in the world and i wanted you know to show people uh, you know in america and everywhere actually you know how great history we have you know and you know what this uh, leader did in the 15th century so uh, you know i really wanted to make a movie like braveheart or gladiator or the last samurai and also that's why i hired uh, steve rosenblum who was an editor of braveheart and he was editing medieval with me so it was absolutely amazing experience you know and uh, he told me many things you know one of them is like you know that uh, the the true uh, like movie based on true story should be you know uh, created you know in, in like uh, it should not be that true you know i mean it's just like you know uh, what they did in braveheart for example they used uh, like the colors on their faces, the blue ones, you know, they were like, you know, thousands of years before. It was just I think completely those like the different. pigs were doing that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and many other stuff, like, you know, he had a, a relationship with, uh, uh, you know, a princess, you know, uh, in the movie, but it was not true. But, you know, we are much closer to the history in our movie, you know, so all the politics are right, you know, everything is right, but we didn't know too much about this hero uh, at that time, you know, in 1402, where the movie takes place. So we, you know, the personal story, you know, uh, has some film fictions, but, you know, mostly it's, you know, it's all true. What's crazy about it, too, is, you, and you see these sequences in the in the film Geekscape, is one of the tactics that, uh, that Jan Zisco would use is getting, um, like, carriages and filling them with cannons and explosives like 500 years before they use tanks and you see that yeah. in the film them arming these these carriages just like you'd have on the back yeah. of a horse drawn and they're using yeah. them like tanks basically yeah basically he's one of the biggest you know uh, you know uh, war innovators uh, you know just in the history so uh, and he basically created the first tanks you know that's that's how it happened you know and he was just like you know uh, fighting, you know, 10 times, even 100 times, sometimes, you know, just like uh, they, he was overcome by, you know, like uh, sometimes it was just hundreds against thousands, you know. So it was, it was pretty amazing what he did and how he was able to win and uh, actually how many people followed him. And he's doing this uh, without an eye for most of his career. Uh, yes, yes, uh, basically. And actually at the end of his career, He's losing another the other eye too, and he always again wins. You know, so it's just like it's pretty unbelievable. There's an uh, one thing I want to talk about is uh, y'all don't know this, but maybe you do. But Peter uh, competed in the Olympics for judo, or and your father was an Olympian for the Czech Republic. Yeah. Is that and that's uh, incredible? Yeah. So you have this incredible judo legacy and, and background as a stunt performer and a, as a athlete. You feel it in the movie. In the first three minutes, Geeks gave us, there's a pretty incredible sequence where uh, there's a bit of a setup. I, I think they've used Michael Caine as a little bit of bait uh, in a carriage, and they're trying to draw out yeah. the assassins, and you see a bunch of guys on horseback attaching the, attacking this carriage that has Michael Caine in it, and Ben Foster and his group swarm in using different techniques. And that's one thing that like Jan Jiska did was use techniques that were strengths of the individual's so you have people who have slings. You have people who are hand-to-hand combats. You have big people who are up close and just kind of brawlers. And he would use these strengths 
uh, and the environment to overtake these uh, these much larger forces, that sequence is so visceral. You have the exploitation of different joints in the bad guys, and Geeks was like, if, like he gave you the examples, Braveheart. Those kind of films where you just you're gonna see some body parts get chopped. I think is what I'm trying to say. Uh, how much did you draw on your experience as a judo fighter? Because that's mainly working with joints and different uh, pieces of equilibrium, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I I I'm living second life because the first life was sport. You know, I did judo. My father was the first czech you know uh olympian you know in munich 1972 and when i was young i basically i basically told myself you know that my goal is to win olympic games in 2000 in sydney i i didn't know that it was sydney but in 2000 i didn't win it you know uh, but i uh, i got there and i was 13 and i super enjoyed it i got injured before the olympic games and i knew that this is my my last chance (laughs) my last chance so after after that, you know, I got some some parts, you know, some small parts in Triple X. You know, I was one of those bad guys. You know, easily <laughs> blows me on on a motorbike. You know, I've got blonde hair, cut <laughs> my throat here in Russian. You know, so it was it was super fun. Uh, that's how I met the director Robko, and who did also Fast and Furious, and we became friends. You know, and he Rob he Cullen, was, uh, yeah, he, yeah, and he was executive producer on my second movie ghoul you know so he he really liked it you know and he helped me with with it a lot and then i got you know other uh, you know small parts like in bad company or you know uh, with anthony hopkins or alien versus Predator and so on a euro trip and i enjoyed it you know i was living life like you know just like i was in us you know partying and uh, then i get this offer you know to help my father with producing and then I just like, you know, I produced it. I wrote some scripts and we got to my first movie. Then the second one, third one, you know, and I always, you know, wrote it, uh, produced it and directed it. And uh, yeah, and that's just like, you know, I uh, I just like, uh, I love it. I, this is this is my life right now. And uh, medieval is my dream because it's, it's something what I always wanted to do. And uh, I just like, uh, I wanted to show people, you know, how... Uh, I, I mean, I love emotions in movies, so sure. that's why I watch Gladiator many times, you know, as well as, you know, The Last Samurai or Braveheart, because it's very emotional, especially at the end, you know, and I, I try to do something, you know, like that, you know, and just, uh, and, you know, especially in these days, there is a war in Ukraine, you know, and the movie was two years delayed because of the pandemic, and I'm super happy that it happened because, uh, the movie is about fighting for freedom and it's about hope. And, you know, in these days, it's much better, you know, to show the movie because people should see, you know, what was happening, you know, 600 years ago and what is happening now and what's going to be happening because people are pretty much the same and it, coming, it comes back in circles. So I'm pretty happy that this is the time when we can show the movie. Yeah, and the, and the film, Geekscape, is... it. You got to kind of keep a notebook when you get into this medieval uh, because it has a Game of Thrones level uh, amount of cast to it. And you have to you have to kind of keep track of the moving pieces. But um, it's an interesting juncture in history. You had two popes at the time. You had the pope in, in Avignon, France, and you had the pope back in Rome. And like you said, there's a struggle over the consolidation of power. And then you have obviously different 
royalties that are fighting for the blessing of the popes or to be acknowledged by the pope but then you have uh people on the outskirts who are trying to tear at that and there's a hostage situation in the movie that your characters get wrapped up in that has to do with that consolidation of power and um how accurate was all of that because i mean how much research did you do in it and as a side question you're keeping you keep picking different genres you did like a prison break movie you did a horror found footage horror movie and now you've done a like a medieval epic um you've been kicked a lot man that's crazy <laughs> that's yeah, crazy yeah, i i know but i just like you know i feel that i I'd love to do all genres, you know. I, sure. I like. I don't want to do the same stuff again, because once I do something, I feel like you know I said everything, you know, just like it's it's enough, you know. And let's let's move to something else. And you know, uh, this is you know very interesting because you know they had actually two popes, uh, as you said, but yeah. they had uh, several years later they had also three popes, which was absolutely the craziest time ever. So uh, that was. And like, these are the Middle really Ages crazy. at this point. Yeah, your yeah. your movie is so, solidly in the Middle Ages. Yeah, 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 and it's just like it's it's actually what is happening in the politics in the movie. It's happening now again. It's the same, you know. People work together uh, one day, and another day they work against each other. So it's it's like you know it's really similar to to these days, you know. And I what I like about it, you know, like when people started to feel that you know there is no uh, they lost faith and you know at that time you know they just wanted somebody who could help them you know and Jan Zizka was one of those people you know and he told them okay let's change things you know and uh, basically he ended up fighting the whole Europe you know, because it was like it was uh, like the, the Czech you know uh, kingdom against everybody not even the whole Czech kingdom you know but he was a leader of Hasid revolution, you know, and and they were winning, you know, and since the, you know when he was uh, alive, they they were just winning, <laughs> which is uh, crazy when you think about it. But all of Europe wanted allegiance with the Pope, and with these wealthy families, and you see them in the film again viscerally because your action is really, I mean, the the. The stunt choreography, the effects, and the action, the fight sequences are, are remarkable in this movie. I loved them. Um, yeah, and of course, of course, it helped, you know, just like my judo career and then stunt career, you know, it helped awesome. me, you know, because uh, I know how to fight, you know. I, 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 I worked on uh, Jean of Arc, which was uh, with Lig Besson, Milajevovic, you know, Lig Besson uh, directing, Milajevovic starring it. I remember I it, yeah. For three months, you know. So I, I, I had to learn how to fight, you know, with swords, axes, anything. So I, I used it now, you know, because it's just like uh, I want. I actually wanted all actors working, fighting really hard, you know, and you know they were basically working with, uh, uh, like, uh, you know, just uh, stuntmen, you know, and that was that was something that was very helpful because these guys were, you know, just like. Uh, rehousing you know and then the mm -hmm. fights looks like how they look it, it, it's pretty awesome and obviously your editor has a lot of experience in cutting some of this stuff together because again the word for these action sequences is visceral you you feel a lot of this uh going back to the politics of it the research that you did um what parallels you were talking about parallels with the current climate in the ukraine it feels like 
the Ukraine is it's kind of Ukraine versus this giant superpower in Russia and Europe's getting pulled into it. The United States is getting pulled into it. What parallels did you start to see that affected your writing of the script? I mean, the film had already been shot for the most part when war broke out, correct? But we kind of knew where things were going. We had Crimea several years earlier. Um, The the abuse of power is nothing new in your region of the country or the world. Um, Is that what drew you to start writing this? And and what parallels did you put in in the script that maybe were close to history or you had to change history yeah i mean uh i was thinking about this a lot because the war you know the the, you know in russia started later but you know all the you know just like uh, fighting was already you know happening so and i knew something's wrong with that you know and just like i was thinking about it a lot and uh it was pretty simple you know because uh in 1402 there were a lot of situations like this happening wars here there you know everybody fighting for power basically the same thing which is happening right now so i i i felt like you know this is you know a perfect example to show people to everybody you know that this you know is nothing new this is something like people fight for power all the time you know and you know this movie is about mercenaries you know people who got Paid, you know, they get paid for killing people uh, or protecting people, kidnapping people or something like that. You know, so it's just like uh, I think, you know, our main hero has a has a nice arc, you know, and of course he's influenced by a, a woman. And I, I always, you know, uh, want this kind of some kind of love story or story which is emotional in the movie like this. And uh, I would say like this. This is very uh, different, you know, love story than uh, you could see in uh, many other movies, like you know, from this you know period. You know? So this is like something different. Yeah, it's a bit reluctant considering it starts out as a kidnapping plot. <laughs> 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 Don't get any ideas, Geekscapers. It doesn't always work out that way. But yeah, uh, she the she is. By uh, the way, by the way. Uh, sorry, it looks like, you know, uh, my battery is very low. Should I just fast when you're talking, you know, bring some battery charger? Uh, it's yeah, right behind yeah, you. Yeah, grab your charger. <laughs> I, I'm down with it. They, I mean, yeah, Peter. Peter has a plug in his phone and it's all good. Um, but again, Geekscapist, the movie is called Medieval. It's in theaters September 9th and it's got Ben Foster, Michael Caine. Uh, a total uh, kind of, it's a bit of a star-studded cast. And I got to imagine that making this movie in Czech would have been a lot cheaper than getting a, a bunch of Hollywood actors to be a part of it. But the, the proof is in the pudding. It's a, it's a pretty well-made movie. I was actually really impressed with the movie. Um, what, what's your outlet look like? like you're, in, you're in Prague. Uh, did you grow up in Prague? Is that the story there? Yes, yes, yes. I, I grew up in Prague. You know, I, you know, I have a cottage in South Bohemia. Which is basically, you know, the where area the where Zanzibar was fighting. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I love it here. I'm a big patriot, patriot, you know, and uh, I. That's why also I wanted to show how beautiful is the the Czech Republic, you know, and how many castles we have, because all what we shot in the movie is real. So we used castles, you know, all the nature here. 
Uh, we have Charles Bridge, which is like, you know, uh, most beautiful bridge in Prague, you know, from 14th century. Uh, we've got also 600 VFX in the movie mm -hmm. because, you know, we had to change many stuff, you know, and things. And yeah, so it's just like, you know, uh, I wanted to show how the Czech Republic looks and the, this is it, you know, and, and make it real. And, you know, just like, you know, sometimes the movie is brutal because medieval times were brutal. But on the other side, uh, there are also, you know, parts which are beautiful because the nature, you know, and all that. And there's, and there's also something hopeful. We didn't stay in the Middle Ages. We might be headed back to them now, but we didn't stay there. There was always that hope that things were going to, that we were going to be let out of it somehow. And it was going to take somebody like a Jan uh, Ziska, or it was going to take uh, somebody uh, overthrowing the old guard and the old people in power to bring us about the Renaissance. Um, shooting in your backyard. You basically shot in your backyard for the most part and celebrated your, your country. Um, was that difficult? Was that something that um, were the actors into it? Because it sounds like your budget went up a lot when you decided, hey, let's get a global appeal for this. Let's bring in American actors. Let's bring in Hollywood actors and let's start putting them in the roles. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It, it went up, you know, and uh, especially once we had Michael Caine, uh, I thought like, you know, hey, this is going to be one of the last, you know, movies of Michael Caine, maybe the last one. Uh, and I want to make it big, you know, and make it look like, you know, like he deserves this, you know, just something. And I, I, I felt like, you know, this, of course, is going to be great for the movie, but I also had, you know, uh, a reason why to ask for more money because I said, mm -hmm. "Hey, we've got Ben Foster. He's an excellent actor, you know. We've got uh, we've got uh, Michael Caine. We've got the uh, German legend, you know, Til Schweiger. Uh, we've got Matthew Good, you know, and other actresses. And I I felt like you know that uh, this is something you know. I always wanted you know these kind of you know actors who are you know real actors and who can you can watch them without doing anything." Like, you know, if Ben Foster is just standing there, he's incredible. You, you watch him and you just. He's never been bad. Him. He might be in a bad movie, yeah. but he's never been yeah. bad in a bad movie. He's, he's yeah. always incredible. And Geekscape is usually when you have a foreign film or an independent film, which, you know, out of the Hollywood system, you have a film like this, you get the, the Hollywood names in it and they, they maybe come in for a couple days and they're barely in the movie. But Ben Foster is in a almost every scene in this movie and yeah. Yeah. i think he's incredible i think he he should be one of our leading men here in the united states but he he basically takes roles that are more interesting than just that yeah you know, i mean this is a testament was, to that yeah we had like 54 shooting days and he had he was 49 shooting days on set he was fighting a lot he was swimming he was fighting underwater it was incredible. It was unbelievable. And it was super tough, you know. It just like, you know, it was really tough. And he was flying from New York to Prague, you know, because he had a newborn baby wow. uh, back there. And he was just like, he, he was jet, he had jet lag all the time. And, you know, of course, get Michael Caine, who was 80, 86 at the time, you know, or 80, 84, mm -hmm. you know, 84 at the time. 
so it was it was you know very difficult you know and uh, then we were you know, just like shooting in the fall which is sometimes very cold here or you know sometimes it's uh, rainy and you know the it the, everything was pretty pretty difficult especially with getting all the actors here you know so that's but yeah we made it at the end and, and peter uh you've got hollywood actors in this one and you've made three films so far in the czech republic uh is it your turn to do hollywood uh maybe yeah, direct I mean, a hollywood film uh maybe maybe uh i feel right now i feel that you know just like uh, every movie takes me five years mm-hmm. as a director you know just like uh, of course writer producer but uh yeah that's usually if i do something as a director if i produce something i can produce more movies at the same time i just finished some movie with uh al pacino uh, de niro you know i did some i worked with people i would you know never dream of you know working with them and i i love producing because you know it's something what i what i can do uh, sure. but directing it's much more difficult for me so i always have to choose something what i absolutely love because then i spend extreme amount of time with the topic you know and i have to research everything every detail and because i i care about every detail i'm a little bit crazy during the the you know uh shooting or you know editing i'm every day in editing room so i spent like a year with my um, you know editor uh steve rosenblum and actually later on we he got stuck in in the us because of the pandemic i had sure. to come back to Prague. so he told me uh, and i still needed to uh, you know finish the editing so he introduced me to his you know friend uh, Dirk Westerwald who is an editor of Logan or uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Lemon 66 yeah. now he's editing Indiana Jones so uh, and i finished the movie with him and it was another great experience and by the way he has a Czech wife and that is another thing which is very often because Vin Diesel was leaving the Czech Republic with a Czech girl Yeah, yeah, girlfriend, you know. Then Rob Cohen was leaving with a Czech girlfriend, and basically, whole crew of Triple X had Czech girlfriends, you know, at that time. Some of them married them, you know. It's just like unbelievable. Uh, Czech so girls, they're beautiful. <laughs> they yeah. are beautiful, and they are clever, and they are, you know, sexy. That's. So uh, I'm not. I'm getting married in a month and a half. I'm not going. I'm not going to the Czech. I'm not going to the Czech Republic. No, you, no, no, you, you might have sold some of my listeners on it, but there's no way I'm setting foot in that country now. You just told me. I was like, oh, I want to go see this bridge. And after what you just said, I was like, nope, not gonna go see a bridge. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I think I think maybe if, if if it's right, come over to the states and make a movie because you've definitely proven that you can make a movie. In the Czech Republic, I, this movie is pretty impressive. I was really impressed with this one, um, and and I think you did a pretty good job of of finding your place amongst those historical epics that you were your influences. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And basically, actually, what was like, you know, when I started to work on the movie, I got this idea that you know there could it it would be a great video game, 
And I yeah. started, you know, to work on a video game. And now we are going to have a video game, which which is, you know, a combination of the movie and a video game. So we're going to recut the movie. We're going to use scenes which we didn't use for the movie. And uh, we've got Michael Caine as, as a 3D character in the game, which is unbelievable. We just signed him, you know. So... Uh, that's gonna be another thing, you know, which is, you know, it's gonna be a hack and slash, you know, uh, uh, tour, which is which is going to be like, you know, you you would be able to play the uh, movie, but like the story from the movie, but much wider, and you could do quests, you know, and you would find out more about motivations of the like an Assassin's Creed type of thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of, you know, this kind of uh, thing, you know. So I'm pretty uh, excited about it, you know, because this is the, the first video game I've produced, you know, and created. But uh, I want to do more because, you know, I, I like it. And uh, we are right now, it's just like... I think your phone turned, but it's okay. Hello! You're, you're calling from Prague, so we're going to have some digital issues, and it's all good, man. I was just going to say, like, with this video game you're putting together... You want to come back anytime you want. Let's talk some video games because that's what we do here on Geekscape too. You sound like a, a, a man after my own heart. You like the movies, the video games, and I'm guessing you read a couple comic books here and there sometimes. Yeah, also, yeah, <laughs> also, this is this is also cool. By the way, by the way, I bought you know like three uh, you know uh, treatments, basically stories from Stan Lee. So I've, I I wow. own you know three Stanley's properties you know and we are developing it uh, with uh, Timur Bekmambetov, a director of uh, of uh, Salt, yeah. with Angelina Jolie, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean uh, that's that's another thing. And Timur made those big budget Russian films too. Yes, yes. He? Night he, Watch, made, he made Day like Watch. Night Watch and Day Watch. Yes, those exactly. movies are those movies are incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is super talented, you know. And yeah, and we we uh, you know both like you know these kind of uh, comic books, you know. And this is something from Stanley, which is actually something different because uh, we've got two horrors, and one is like the very different superhero movies. But uh, yeah, it's it's also great for games. That's why I'm, I'm mentioning it because uh, it's gonna be you know absolutely awesome game. You know. Well, Peter, uh, I think of uh, Stan fondly because in the late couple of years of his life, we worked with him quite a bit. And uh, here at Geekscape, I was his personal moderator whenever he had a panel at his own convention, LA Comic Con. It would be this guy right here moderating with Stan. So. Uh, is it was a pleasure working with Stan, and it was a pleasure talking to you, dude. Uh, it was awesome talking to, to you about this movie, Medieval. And uh, I'm excited to see what you do next, uh, especially since it looks like you're yet again doing the crazy thing of a new genre, and now you're doing a new format, working your way into games and probably comics and graphic novels and other things too. You're a storyteller, man. You're crazy, but you're you're doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, you have to. You gotta be crazy to do stuff like this, you know. Otherwise, you would always, you know, like many people told me, like, don't do this. It's never gonna happen. You are from Eastern Europe, you know. You're never gonna get good stars. You're never gonna get this kind of money. You cannot do a video game. You cannot do everything. This is just like, and it's it's all not true, you know. You can do anything anywhere. They're shooting everything in the Czech Republic right now. They're yeah. shooting yeah, everything right in your now, backyard. Yeah. 
Yes, but it's it's something different because you bring uh, American American productions would bring American actors to Prague, and that was happening like it started twenty five years ago. And Prague is so beautiful that many big productions would come here. They shot, you know, Mission Impossible, you know, uh, pieces of James Bond, you know, and many many other movies. But it's something different because those actors would go anywhere where studio says they should go. But if you are doing and shooting a movie here with the local production, you know, and everything, it's very hard to get people, you know, committed to something like that. So uh, I'm very happy that it happened, you know, and um, yeah, it's it's a miracle. And for me, it's just like I'm, uh, you know, I'm living my dream. And that's that's the most important for me. Life number two, as you said earlier. Life number two. Uh, Geekscape us. I'll remind you again. Medieval is in theaters September 9th. Uh, if you're listening to that this this weekend, that's uh, this weekend. It's gonna get a VOD release later on. So tune into Geekscape. I'd love to have Peter back anytime. Uh, come visit us here in the States. I cannot go to Prague. I'm sorry, that (laughs) sounds insane. (laughs) Won't be doing that. Uh, but yeah, dude, the doors are always open here. Um, I can't wait to to, uh, see the next thing. Perfect. All right, man. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. It was great to talk to you. Take care. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. How awesome was Peter? I totally lost it laughing when he talked about playing a villain in Triple X with Vin Diesel. That's just hilarious. And if you liked Peter, go support him by watching Medieval this Friday. It's a pretty kick-ass Medieval epic. All right. Next week, we've got a brand new episode. This one's going to be a roundtable breaking down all the announcements we're going to get this weekend at D23. That's probably some major Marvel MCU news. So I got to get my friends together. We got to talk about it. We got to hash it out, see what they're doing, see what the plan is. You're not going to want to miss it. If you're enjoying Geekscape, hit that share button, send it to your friends. And of course, subscribe, whatever podcatcher you use, write us that five-star review. And if you want more Geekscape in your week, you can go to social media and find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're now on TikTok. There's tons of ways to be involved in Geekscape. We have tons of shows on the network now. It's real easy to be a part of this, and we love having you here. Till next week, I'm Jonathan. You're listening. Thank you. Don't hate create. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.